Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's astonishing. All this is only 20 or 30 minutes from the heart of San Francisco. Not a human habitation in sight anywhere. I've been living out here for some months to write and to absorb an atmosphere that is different from the city. To try and find out what is the essential difference between the world of nature and the world of man. There's an obvious difference like the difference of artistic styles. No one, for example, would confuse a painting by Leonardo with a painting by Picasso. And in the same way, there seems to be a complete difference of style between the things that human beings do and the things that nature does, even though human beings are themselves part of nature. On the one hand, Nature is wiggly. Everything wiggles. The outlines of the hills, the shapes of the trees, the way the wind brushes the grass, the clouds, tracks of streams. It all wiggles. And for some reason or other, we find wiggly things very difficult to keep track of. And you know, we say to people, uh, keep still so that I can see you. Keep still for the camera. And we say, well, let's get things straightened out. Let's get this ironed out. Let's get it all squared away. And then somehow we think we understand things when we have translated into terms of straight lines and squares. Maybe that's why they call a rather rigid people squares. You know, wherever human beings have been around, you find rectangles. We live in boxes. Our streets are laid out in a grid pattern. Why, they even dropped a grid pattern on top of San Francisco. With all those hills. So that cars run away. Because it seems that the human being really has a very simple kind of mind. And all this wiggliness is too complicated. 
I don't think it really is complicated. Because after all, it's very simple to move, say, to raise something or to open and close your hand. It's perfectly easy, because we don't have to think about it. Things become complicated only when we think about them. And that's because we are trying to translate them into a form of life which is very much simpler and cruder than the forms of life we're talking about. A triangle is very much simpler and cruder than a mountain, even though you may represent a mountain with a triangle. Human beings are just as wiggly as nature, and our brains are an incredible mess of wiggles. And that's the part of ourselves that we understand least of all. Sometimes when I'm in the middle of all this, I feel as if I were in the middle of an amazing brain. In other words, the brain is a network of interconnected neurons. And each one of those neurons is a fairly simple affair because it either fires or it doesn't fire. It gives you the message on or off, yes or no. But what we call things, the plants, birds, trees, are far more complicated than a neuron. And there are billions of them. And they are all living together in a network. Just as there is an interdependence of flowers and bees, where there are no flowers, there are no bees, and where there are no bees, there are no flowers. They're really one organism. And so in the same way, everything in nature depends on everything else. And so the many, many patterns of interconnections lock it all together into a unity, which is, however, much too complicated for us to think about except in very, very simple, crude ways. I am, as it were, one of the cells in this tremendous brain, which I can't understand, because the part cannot comprehend the whole. In the same way, when you see a flower in a field, it's really the whole field that is flowering, because the flower couldn't exist in that particular place without the special surroundings of the field that it has. who only find flowers in surroundings which will support them. So in the same way, you only find human beings on a planet of this kind, with an atmosphere of this kind, with temperature of this kind, supplied by a convenient neighboring star. And so, just as the flower is a flowering of the field, I feel myself as a, a personing, a manning, peopling the whole universe. I seem, like everything else, to be a sort of vortex at which the whole energy of the universe realizes itself, comes alive. A sort of aperture through which the whole universe is conscious of itself. You know, the astrologers, in theory at least, may not have been so far wrong, when in trying to draw a picture of a human mind or soul, they drew a very crude map of the whole universe centered on the time and place 
of the birth of that particular person. It's not a bad idea. But the essential point is obviously that each one of us, not only human beings, but every leaf, every weed, exists in the way it does only because everything else around it does. There's a relationship between the center and the circumference, which is rather like the relationship between the poles of a magnet. Without the center, no circumference. Without the circumference, no center. And although we say of poles uh, that they're the poles apart, that is to say, extremely different, there's something between them, just as the north and south poles of a magnet are united by the magnet. So the individual and the universe are inseparable. But the curious thing is that while that's rather easy to see in theory, very few people are aware of it. It strikes me more and more that our failure to feel at home in this astonishing brain in which we live is the result of a basic initial mistake in our thinking about the world and is in turn the cause of what is beginning to look like the failure of our technology. Everything we're doing to try to improve the world was a success in the short run, made amazing initial improvements, but in the long run, we seem to be destroying the planet by our very efforts to control it and improve it. And it strikes me that that is because we are really too simple-minded. We are understanding it in terms of languages, numbers, in terms of a logic which is too simple for the job, too crude for the job. We understand everything in terms of words or numbers and they're stretched out in rows, in lines. And our eyes have to scan those lines in order to understand them. But when I scan this view, I don't do it line by line by line. I see the whole thing at once. I take it in with, as it were, a wide-angle lens. Because, you see, in the world, everything is happening altogether everywhere at once. And meanwhile, we, with our myopic little minds, are working it out step by step. Of course, we are greatly assisted by the rapidity of the computer. But even so, the computer is still looking at things in rows as the magnetic tape goes through and is scanned by the computer. It's still all going along in a single track. And I suppose then our difficulty is that we have lamentably one-track minds in an infinitely many-tracked universe. And we may have to come to the alarming conclusion that the universe is smarter than we are.